Okay guys, greetings earthlings. Welcome back to the Straight Spirit Podcast. I'm li- literally recording this back to back, but you probably never know it. <laughs> because I'm going to um, put the episodes up separately, but I've just jumped straight into this one. Because the lovely spirit who is speaking to me is very impatient and urgent in a good way. Like I don't blame her at all. There's this total sense of it's been long enough. And she's actually been waiting for me to read this for her. Um, it's a little different, this approach. Um, she's been waiting for me to read this for her. Move the mic back. Um, for a week or so now. Since I first heard her name. Now, I was not familiar with her n- before uh, someone mentioned her name to me. Um, I didn't know about her case, but apparently she's been missing for 10 years. She's definitely merged. I can feel her very clearly. Um, and she's come through as soon as I got her name. So <coughs> I did Google her to get her a picture. Uh, felt like that was important. I don't always do that. I just do everything intuitively. So I have seen her face. I've got photos of her, but I'm feeling her energy very strongly. And she was like, nope, you're going to sit down. And you're going to read. And I'm totally okay with this because she deserves to have a voice. Um, it's that beautiful rain. It just started raining as I started reading for her. And some could take that as a sadness, a sad thing. I don't know. Um, because this lovely person is indigenous. And for those who are connected to the earth, that may, they may take that as a sign of a sadness but it could also be taken as a sign of relief so spiritual relief i may also do this in two parts um, because she's got a lot to say i think or um, so let's see how it plays out so all alleged um i'm not going to name names as to anyone who if she gives me the name of a suspect or someone who whatever i'm not going to name that but i will tell you everything she tells me unless i feel it's super private and i feel like i shouldn't Um, But I do note it down for future reference in case it becomes um, pertinent. (laughs) It's so interesting how spirit gives me these words that I don't use in my, like, I'm aware of them. I have a very grand vocabulary, but I don't use them in my day-to-day speech. And I I just love when they come through with these words that, when you look them up, are pretty spot on for what I'm trying to say. So they give me the energy and I put the words to them. So, okay. The lovely soul I'm reading for is Alison Bernard. Um, She is an Australian, but she wants me to say that she comes from... (laughs) I hear the land down under, but I'm also... She's saying she's not only Australian, it's like she comes from the north. She's saying that she belongs to the land that's up north, which is interesting, given what I've read about her location. Um, She's shown me Northern Territory. Uh, or like northern Queensland, that kind of red dirt, kind of out that way. <laughs> okay. Is there anything? I feel like there's something I usually say when I start my episodes that I need to say. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I'll just ramble off a few things. Personal readings are available. It doesn't matter where you live. I can get your reading to you through um, the internet. <laughs> um, 
I'm not making money off this episode at all at the moment I'm not making any money off this podcast I that's what you wanted me to say I am doing this with love and complete and total respect for Alison and her family and the detectives or anyone involved who's well-meaning in this case um, I'm not doing this to put on a spectacle and get how do I say it I'm hearing accolades and recognition and it's not about me capitalizing off her family's pain or hers and I'm totally respectful of the fact that she is indigenous and her family is and that there may be cultural implications to doing a mediumship reading for her but she came to me and I'm going to speak for her and that's that so <coughs> I do this with respect for her and her loved ones all right let's get into it <laughs> she's like yeah good <laughs> yeah first thing I want to say about Alison one of the first things she's showing me is that she is small um, maybe not necessarily height wise but a small stature I'm getting like a bird um, I had bird bones which is interesting because I've never used that term before um, I guess it could be said some indigenous women people that they have they have strong but slight bone structure um, like physically speaking you see if you you know you know some of these people you know what I'm talking about um, lovely people of course I mean no disrespect when I say these things it's like a loving observation um, but I hear slight bird bones so she may have had like a tiny wrist or tiny ankles a tiny neck which is I think is going to be pertinent and important later um, she's making me feel like there wasn't much there's not much of her left or like She's showing me her bones, and it's like looking at a bird skeleton. Uh, I don't know if she was very closely culturally or spiritually connected to birds, but there's a lot of bird here. Uh, bird energy, bird spirit. Um, I don't necessarily talk about animals and totems and that sort of thing. It could be descriptive. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a non-believer at all. It's just not something that I typically discuss uh, so this feels very unique to her reading and I feel a very strong bird energy around her um, I don't know if people even had called her that or had a name for her that was to do with that something bird 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 it's so loud bird okay then I'm thinking of those we call them sunbirds these little tiny and hummingbirds these little tiny um, birds with yellow chests on them very beautiful and proud looking beautiful but tiny but um, the very fast beating wings which to me is almost symbolic of her short life but she wants to say her life wasn't short her life is eternal but her physical life was and she's talking about the two parallel you know the parallels between her spirit and her body her body lived a short life but her spirit is eternal and she's thankful for that because she can be here talking to me today and to her family. Um, she's talking about children. So whether she had a child or a nephew or she used to take care of children in her family um, that weren't hers genetically, uh, like, you know, as, as their mother. She may have been a mother 
which is whatever it was in this case she's talking about children that she cared for or was affectionate towards and then even seeing them in a photo in my mind I'm not looking at the internet I'm just talking <laughs> I'm staring off into space and talking to the microphone so I'm not looking at Google at this point but I will get a photo up as well um, also people might say I'm describing her from the photo I've seen I've just seen her face um, I hope you can hear me through this rain it's beautiful it's like a cleansing I'm feeling really cleansed cleansing around this as I'm speaking it's quite powerful um, you know I've never thought about it this way before but it really feels like a rejoicing for her it, it just almost feels like as if you know ancestors showing up to support her she's definitely not been alone since she merged not at all but there's such a joyous feeling and a real spirit is joyful okay so I'm, I'm not describing her photo I'm feeling they're showing me this through feeling um, okay when she first came through I felt like a strong vast determination and wow did you hear that rain it's getting louder it's getting louder um, oh geez like a I'm seeing a serpent rising in her uh, some people may call that is it kundalini but i feel like the indigenous folk have their own uh, saying for that it's like a serpent rising like her power because i can see her standing tall like a cobra and speaking loudly and saying it's my turn to talk and, and being quite determined to get her message out and for things to be resolved She's saying spiritually for her, it doesn't matter where she lays at rest. I know her family are probably wanting to bring her back to her home country. Not that she's overseas. When I say country, I mean like the land. Um, but she's, I don't feel like she's that far from it. And she's saying spiritually to her, that doesn't matter. That's for her family to desire and think about. Um, but there's something around this that she wants closed maybe about her um, she is completely at rest she doesn't need vengeance she doesn't need revenge or justice but it's like she's coming through for her family wow this rain um, yeah so even if she was small or slight in physical in spirit she's large she's oh my god this rain It's almost like letting her talk instead of me talking. Alright. She's saying if she had been born in a warrior's body, she's talking about her ancestors, um, talking about a big, tall, strong man. If she had been born in that kind of body, this wouldn't be the case. Like, she wouldn't be where she is now. I feel like this is someone who had, uh, this was perpetrated by someone who had complete and total power over her physically. Um, I feel like she couldn't defend herself no matter how much she tried. The quarry is coming up. I did read that she disappeared around, or was last seen around the quarry. I'm seeing that. So I don't know if she worked there or she was connected to people who worked there. I mean, of course, logically, my brain's going, 
what was she doing there if she didn't work there, right? Unless because we used to go and swim, I don't know, congregate, but I feel like she stayed home a lot. I certainly don't feel like she was somebody who was up to no good. Um, I'm seeing drinking, there may have been drinking. I don't but this, like, for all purposes, like, she definitely was not a bad person. In fact, I almost want to say it's because of who she was that she ended up this way, but through no fault of her own. I also wanted to say before the reading that she came through as a bit of a wallflower, a bit shy, a bit reserved, not around certain people. Around certain people, she was quite, I can see her smile, she's beautiful, boisterous and loud and I don't know if people used to say, um, you know, they can't believe that, I don't know if she could sing very well or something, they like, can't believe that voice or that sound is coming out of that little thing, <laughs> the, her little body, um, that could also be referenced to a scream, but it, it's this feeling of uh, around most people and maybe around, um, this is her term, not mine, or like the energy around it, white people or people of not of her culture. Um, maybe a little shy or I, I'm not saying this with every single one okay there are there are people that she knew that she was comfortable with but I think if you took her out of her home her country and you put her um, in uh, an alien place and like a city in a very white city a very white town I don't know what I don't usually talk about race or color so this is coming through in the reading you put her in a room with like executives um, she was intelligent enough to be an executive absolutely but if you basically what I'm trying to say if you put her out of her element she was quiet yeah I can see her singing I can see her laughing I can see her dancing maybe even in her room with kids or little like siblings, or if she was the little sister. It's making me think, for those who've seen Stranger Things, a little bit of the scene where Jonathan and, and Will are listening to the radio in their room. It's very pure, like hairbrush singing kind of style. Um, oh, but I don't know if she had dreams of being a singer because there's a strong like desire and about projection of the voice. If, she, if it wasn't singing, it was a performing arts or it was acting or something she hadn't come to realize yet uh, and when I say realize I mean manifest she may have had some opportunities like I don't know um, someone who sings at church or at cultural things or at parties um, I don't feel like she was a big partier but I did see some drinking earlier whether that's her or it's almost like the most like the worst she got up to was that you know I heard she was a good girl good girl good girl almost and I'm not talking about when she was mad and she would say things that's I'm seeing like venom like snake fangs anyone can bite when they're mad but I really feel like for the most part she was quite I would I would describe her as sweet even if others wouldn't um, also perceived weakness because I think sometimes she was too quiet or she was too, um, it almost made her look like an easy target, you know, uh, there are like, this is this video I saw a month or so ago about criminals and, um, let's say a thief, pickpocket, they said that there are certain people that they target based on their body language, uh, what they're, the way they're walking, 
how they're behaving. Um, obviously, they've got people with them, and she was alone. I feel like she was alone. But there was this, this idea that she was not a victim, but it gave out that, that energy. You know, if, not that I ever would, but if, let's just say, if, if you put yourself in the feet, the shoes of the perpetrator, and I almost kind of feel like this is personal, this is what happened to her, but if you put your feet in your shoes in the feet of a perpetrator and you think who who's the best person for me to get away with this who's who am i like okay like a shark uh or a crocodile like a predator who's the easiest prey the rain getting louder who's the easiest prey for me to catch you know they're not they're gonna take oh, i heard bird again for example there's a if there's a let's say a full-grown male lion as compared to a little gazelle you know this crocodile is gonna it's gonna go for the little gazelle because it's a safer meal there's this instinct a predatory instinct of you know they've got to they can't hunt they can't keep hunting if they get injured in this fight so they're not going to take on someone bigger than them they're not going to take on someone who's loud and proud and they're not going to stand. Uh, they're not going to pick on someone or prey upon someone who's going to stand up to them, right? And so, even though she was strong in spirit, I feel like sometimes the vibes that she would give off—not that this is in any way, shape, or form her fault—but I feel like the vibes that were given off were ones of um, sheltered, uh, compliance, compliance, not wanting. Did she work at the quarry? Where she worked, it's almost like someone who has a white boss or like a different culture and then uh, like wanting to, not wanting to put a foot wrong, wanting to do the right thing. This is an interesting relationship here where it's like wanting to put her best foot forward. Like I, I, I'm a good girl, you know, I'm and not in a patronizing kind of way, in, in a, you know, I'm doing well. You see, I'm doing well, I'm doing right by you, and if she worked, you know, the company, like wanting to do a good job of it and be good at it, is good at it, but this, this, uh, it's almost like someone who had an overbearing parent. I'm not saying her parents are overbearing, no, it's certainly not mother, or, but it's just all mother, but um, it's like a child who was raised by parents who are overbearing and overdisciplinary and overprotective. They are... Um, they grow up to be adults who can't speak up for themselves and this is the kind of energy I'm getting around her but at her core super strong willed super boisterous super vibrant but I don't feel like she could show that in most places um, now she's making me switch gears just like that into what happened to her um, I may also get a map out um, if it's if there's a part two or at the end of this reading Oh, gee, she's making me feel like I've been in this position for a long time. Oh, but I'm being unable to stretch. And I feel like she's talking about her physical body. Her body, I suppose it's physical, so I don't even say physical and body. But her body, um, her old body, she said. <laughs> she's not, it's not hers now. It's belong to her now. It's, I heard it's just trash. And I don't know that 
she thinks that way. I think the perpetrator thought that way. Um, I feel like she was... I just saw somebody throwing someone off a cliff into water. Um, it's almost like if the quarry or a mine was filled up with water, but one that's not used often. could even be a dam that never gets drained. It's like this body of water, man-made... Um, or, I mean, it could be the ocean, but what I'm seeing is like a quarry or something filled up with water and someone being thrown into off a cliff into that. Never to be found again. But I feel like that wouldn't be like the smartest place as the perpetrator. I mean, if this was up near Weeper, I think, this was up north. And I guess the go-to for people up there would be to... Um, and I mean this with respect, for lack of a better term, dispose of their, uh, she, she keeps saying trash, 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 dispose of their rubbish, because she's saying, and this is interesting because I've never thought about it this way, I've never approached it like this, cleaning up their mess, because it is a mess they made, it's no longer a person that they hurt, and it's really a mess they made, they've made this mess, so to clean up their mess, she's showing me, you know, um, your automatic reaction would be for most to dispose of them you know with the crocodiles or I think um, Gwen or one of the other cases I read for they suspect that this person fed her remains to pigs or something like that um, I think people who genuinely do that can avoid the getting caught a little longer but they still get caught because this person that did that did um, but I guess what I'm trying to say is, I s what I saw is someone throw someone over into the water, body of water that doesn't get drained or searched, or if maybe until after they've been searching for her. Um, but it is possible for them possible for them to search bodies of water and miss the person that happened very recently with Nicola, Nicola's case, and her episodes are still coming out. By the way, I'm meaning to do them, um, but this is fact of like. And no, she's showing me that her bones are intact and together. So, because it's, it's sort of this idea that, well, once you throw or dispose of your rubbish or mess, um, and I'm not calling her rubbish. This is the energy I'm getting, the perspective of the perpetrator. Maybe a little care, but none. Uh, this idea that if you throw it in there, it's gone. It's like sweeping something under a rug. It's never really gone. I think I got out what I wanted to get out there. This rain. I actually wonder if you guys are going to be able to hear, hear me. Um, okay. It has been non-stop and consistent the whole time since I hit record for Allison. I'm hearing Allie. I don't know if she had a nickname around Allison. Bernard. I'm getting family name. I'm also wondering if she had a stepdad or a step-parent. It's like, like she's not connected to her male parental figure, possibly. But I don't feel like that's quite important to this case. Okay. She wants me to get her photo and map up. So um, I'm still going to read. I'll tell you, like, mostly my eyes will be closed. Um... I'm not going to read straight from an article unless I say so, right? So this is still me psychically reading. She's like, look at my photo and pull up a map. Okay, so let's do that. Bear with me, guys. It's not very high-tech here. <laughs> at all. 
feel such a love and care for her. So yeah, 10 years. There she is. There is a photo of her with children. Beautiful babies, even though their faces are blocked out. I get a sense of a troubled community. Wait a minute, who's that? There's another woman here who's got lighter skin. Because that, that's what Alison was showing. Like a lighter skinned relative. So I'm just going to read from her missing persons poster. It says, 10 years missing, um, Alison Bernard with two L's. I don't know if she keeps saying two L's. I don't know if people used to spell her name with one L or like Allie with one L. She's like, it's got two L's. I understand because my name is Lily with one L and often people will spell, will spell it with two L's and I always used to, I mean, it doesn't sweat me now, but I always used to have to say no with one L. <laughs> or people would call me Nelly. Um, anyway, so I feel like she's going Allison with two L's. Allison was last seen at Archer River Quarry on Sunday, February 10th, 2013, approximately 11 p.m. Yeah, that's late. Maybe she was drinking out there. Oh, I'm just just scrolled past the photo. She was tiny. Tiny. But uh, may have had some height to her, but physically tiny. That's another missing person. Okay, okay, okay. Alison, where do you want me to go, love? She wants me to click on this article. I'm not going to read it. This is interesting because I feel like there's two. Hang on. No, that's Teresa Binge and Alison Bernard. Okay. But what was this? It says the other Alison was failed by cops. She's got a beautiful smile. I see her photo, but I can see her really smiling in spirit. Ooh, just got chills. Allison, you're beautiful, baby. She said, I know. I know. I heard black don't crack. You know that? <laughs> beautiful black. Um, okay. Let's, she wants me to click on it, so I'm going to click. waiting for it to load. Alison with two L's. You want me to see. Okay, so this this is good because this article is locked. It's for a premium. Um, you've got to pay the website to read the article from the Courier Mail. So all I'm going to get um, all I'm going to get from it is like a blurb, a quick blurb. Yes, yeah, see? I understand this. So from the headline, if only she went missing in Brisbane. Cops shot claim and other Allison case. I do also get the sense that, and I've just read that, but I do also get the sense like, you know, and, and with indigenous communities up there, it's like it's too much trouble. Nobody wants to talk. Uh, like family was vocal, um, but everyone else is not. No one's helpful. I, I would imagine it's much like having to deal with um, indigenous American, well, native people what is the term that they prefer? Oh my goodness. First Nation? First people? Um, res on reservations or in those communities for 
Western law enforcement to talk to them is probably quite difficult. Um, and uh, there's, I know from stories I've heard in the past, there is a, a lot of stuff that happens up there that can be quite uh, heartbreaking to witness. And it's almost this energy of they do it to themselves. Um, I don't know if this was a community that was dry. So quite often there are dry communities, kind of alcohol. But there's definitely alcohol in the, oh, don't, there's somewhere. Um, if, they, if it's a dry place, it's snuck in. So there is this sense, and I totally agree with that headline, that she wasn't given the care that she deserved. I feel like there were a couple or a handful of police officers, maybe even one, who really cared and really tried, but it was like, it'll blow over. And the attention went elsewhere, in a different place. Okay, so let's read the little blurb. A former policeman who helped investigate a far north Queensland mother of she is a mother. I knew it. Disappearance as he believes more would have been done if she disappeared in Brisbane. Yeah. She's saying to me, maybe not Brisbane, or you know, if she was white, but she's saying if people were more vocal about it, like her people made it's like the the louder that the the Aboriginal people get and I'm sorry if that's a disrespectful term. I have no idea what the, what the correct term may be. Indigenous, I suppose. Um, indigenous people, the louder they get, the more people jump. I heard she said white people. The more white people jump, you know, because they, they don't want an uprising. They don't want a, a loud indigenous community, right? It's like uh, kowtowing. It's like sugarcoating. It's like, uh, what's that word? not patronizing but it's it's like calming the communities to keep the peace so but she's saying the it's directly proportionate to the amount of noise that the indigenous people make they invest it's like they yell and they investigate harder or you know there are some who put their foot down and are like mm -mm, not budging i mean as in investigators but not all of them were jerks you know and I can hear from her family, why aren't they doing anything? This thing around Alison with the two L's, <laughs> her father, I don't know if it's her father, but there's a male in here who is like lighter skinned or like connected to her who is a father, but, uh, and they, they could still be very black, but have mixed blood. It's not significant, but there's just almost like a disconnect between a father involved in this case. It's like uh, removed, removed. Okay. Let's go to another one, Alison. She wants me to go back to her photos. Um, how can I help you, Alison, I suppose? She's like, just speak. Just speak on it. Um, who's that person? There's an article here. I want to know who that person is. Because it appears this person is indigenous but has light skin. Uh, do you know what I'm saying? There's somebody here who, let's just say mixed race or like, yeah, okay. Um, do you want me to click on this one?
Okay. The Guardian. Now I'm on. She wants me to read little bit by little bit. Okay. Oh, wow. She was beautiful, guys. So beautiful. Beautiful skin. So this article is talking about it being uh, systemic injustice. That's not my term. That's what I'm reading here. She was only 23. Okay, yeah. So she was drinking. Um, leave. <clears throat> Why did it just get hard for me to talk then? Uh, feeling woozy. Feeling, feeling slurred. Um, I always feel like my bottom lip in one corner is dropping. Uh, I feel like I've been drugged. Or at least there's enough substances that I'm not functioning clearly. There's also a sense of passed out. Okay, so she she left the pub with somebody. I'm not going to read too much into this. Um, Alison Meridine Bernard. Yeah, she's saying, they're saying media silence. Cape York. Okay, now she, Okay. Alright, she wants me to get off that now. And she's saying, go to the map. Go to the map. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know if one of her parents or her family has a... Uh, someone is with someone who is lighter skinned or like is not of their same cultural heritage or like physically maybe indigenous but doesn't oh gosh it's like a mixed race couple it's, i don't know why that's important okay map can i go to map um, i get this energy of now they're looking now they care now it's worth something to them because i think there may be a reward She is well pissed, guys. She's pissed off. Now, in spirit, of course, she's at peace. But for the sake of this reading, there's this, like an energy of being really upset and annoyed. Oh, the babies! Did you see her babies right there, guys? They're so gorgeous. <laughs> there he is. Okay, they said, get off that. It's going to make you cry. So, <laughs> all right. Alison, where's this map? I need a map, honey. I don't know where to look. Um. She's saying go to the quarry. Okay. This may not be where she is, but it's just like the last known place. So she's saying look at the quarry. Quarry Archer. Jeez, I just pulled up a photo of, uh, oh my gosh, the, the chills and the terrible feeling I get. Archer River Quarry, I'm seeing three white vehicles in this photo next to a, on the left of a dead tree. And I feel like something, like a terrible energy around there. I don't think it's necessarily where she is located, at, like around that tree, but I feel like something... I 
feel like it's linked. Okay, she's saying, don't scroll down that far. And she's like really literally talking to me. Um, okay, but map honey. So what if I go Google Maps and I go Archer River Quarry? Oh, there's a photo of her at the pub. Should I, Alison, do I look at the photo of you that night? She said later. Okay. Um, she's <laughs> she goes. <laughs> she's like, um, Harry, I've got to, you know, I've got something I want you to do. You, like focus, kind of thing. Like focus on what I'm trying to get you to do. She's she's amazing. There's another article here that's completely unrelated, and she's like, we don't care about that. Get off that. Um, okay. Google Maps. Is it like a? Is it a quarry? That's not functioning. I wonder. Is it like a? The old quarry, and have they got a pub up there? So just like a. Oh gosh. Um, it's interesting, the light's just shining through the bedroom door. The lights come out. Is it like it's not a tourist attraction or like a point of talking? Oh my gosh, landmark kind of thing? Let's see. So I'm just typing in Archer Quarry in Northern Territory just to see what comes up. No, it's not really coming up. Okay. She said, try Cohen. Cohen, C O E N. Ooh, I'm feeling, before I even zoom out of the map, I'm feeling like way out in whoop whoop. Okay. Yeah, and so it's not west whoop whoop, it's like way up the tip. Okay. Oh, it just gets such a yucky feeling around Cohen and not the people, but the. It's just starting to come clear that this is like she's talked to me about the night that she. And there's that dizzy. I feel like I'm gonna pass out. Oh God, guys, chills. And uh, like her going, no, no, no. Powerless to stop it. Easy prey. Easy prey. Remember, I spoke about that earlier. Let me just make sure this is still recording. Yeah, okay. She wants me to go... Guys, I feel really... Um, inebriated. I don't drink alcohol, but I have in the past. Uh, if it's not alcohol, it's like a date rape thing, or like being given something she didn't want to have, or was underestimating the effects of. Even if she took it willingly, but whichever way, even if it's just alcohol it, or weed or something, is something there. I just feel like, ugh, I can't. My head's going side to side. I feel like being like someone having their arm around me because I can't walk straight on my own, or like someone who feigns, oh, let me help you just to get their hands on you. You know, that kind of shit. Okay, she wants me to go to satellite view. I almost feel like I'm going to vomit. I know that's gross. And I don't vomit, but I feel very sick to my stomach right now. So, 
Oh, guys, really. She's strong. This is the strongest feeling I've had in a physical read, in a psychic reading. It feels very physical. I felt other physical things before, but this is strong. I feel like <clears throat> I could taste alcohol. And I feel like it, it, it's giving me dry mouth. That could be the drugs if there were drugs. I feel like if. Oh, my foot's twitching. Uh, or, or like a reaction. I feel. See, my thoughts are sort of. Um, slipping like away can't inebriate inebriation but i feel dizzy i feel woozy this is going to pass after the reading guys don't worry it's going to go but i feel like if i were to bring up my stomach con like her stomach contents but my stomach contents it would they would, would smell very strongly of alcohol Ugh. <laughs> sorry guys i could smell it on if it's not her breath, it's, on, it's like on both their breaths. It's, it's like a, uh, that's, that foul alcohol smell. And she's not, there's nothing foul about her, but it's like that smell of people who've been drinking. And it comes out of their pores the next day. But this is on their breath. This is like in her, like fumes, I'm talking, fumes. Like a sweet breath. Um, I'm not sure what her drink was, but if she drank things that were mixed with Coke or like a... Oh, even okay. So my hands are going a bit numb. Finding it hard to like tap my fingers together. I'm okay physically. This is coming from her. I'm getting pain in my wrists. Um, I feel like I want to shake something off. Like I want to move, but I'm just too slow, too sluggish, and like like uh, what I really want to say is leave me alone, but it's not coming out. Um, what was he saying about the, I feel like I want to go to sleep here. Uh, like if I just, I just want to put my head down. But then there's part of her going, no, 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 that's a bad idea. Don't do that. And I don't want to do that around this guy. You don't want to do that around here. Um, but she did because she couldn't help it. Um, not her fault. Uh, she may have even been knocked out. mouth I want that's what I was saying it's sort of like someone who's drink southern comfort in a soft drink with it or a, uh, Jack and Coke or Jim Beam and something I mean I don't drink but um, it's like a mixed drinks and then harder stuff like someone was buying her drinks that she didn't normally drink it's kind of like she had her drink her type of drink but then someone would like, oh, let's do shots or let's try this. Have you tried? Oh, I feel like I'm going to vomit, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I really feel like it's going to come out of me. It's like they gave her something she wouldn't normally take. So it was drugs or alcohol. It's like, uh, try this, you're going to love it. Or something like she's tried, but it wasn't for her. So she, I feel really lightheaded. I'm surprised she could sit on her stool. I'm surprised she could walk out of there. I feel like if I get up and I try to walk down my hallway right now, I'm going to stumble. Thanks, Alison. <laughs> Don't worry, she's laughing. She's smiling. All right. She's like back to it, okay? She's, she's not going to inebriate me so much that I can't do this reading for her. Uh, 
still recording. Okay, she wants me to get through this quickly. Colin, let's zoom in on Colin. Um, my lips dry. Dryness. Dry, uh, like dirt. Heat, heat. You know, like when. Oh, I'm even speaking in like uh, s short sentences, which is not always a bad thing, but it's. <laughs> Cohen has an international airport? What? Okay, hang on. Cohen. Uh, Windburn. Windburn. Alright. It's interesting. I keep trying to zoom into Cohen, but I keep going north for some reason. Uh, Peninsula Developmental Road. Was this town built around the quarry? Oh my god. Allison. You're going to help me out, love. I am... <laughs> I want to say I'm absolutely shit-faced. And I'm not. I've not been drinking. What's that? Yeah, I'm losing my voice. Uh, I want to say... I'm not saying that she was, but I'm thinking of someone who was strangled and then their voice wouldn't work properly, like being a unable to scream. I also feel like my I'm speaking, but my body's not keeping up with it. I may have to pause in a second. What's this lake thing here I'm looking at? Is that the quarry? I have to pause in just a second. Um... Yeah, I'm going to pause just right now and I might come back and do a part two. Alright, thanks guys.